Hello, listeners, and welcome to the Loot Bros. That's right, we've taken over for two weeks in a row, but I promise you the the regular panel will be back. Resident Daryl, he's in the naughty corner. He's staring at the wall after his atrocious comments about Outriders the other week. He's he's licking his wounds. He's opened his eyes. He's realised the error of his ways. And look, if you if you're dying to hear him speak, I believe he's recording the Loot Bros. Oh, I forget what it is, the, the special Loot Bros monthly episode for the Patreon of which you can get access to for a dollar. Now, because I forgot to shout out the the Patreons, I got my hand snapped, naughty CJ. Uh, the other week, I will shout out the Patreon producers for the Loot Bros quickly. And big thanks to you guys and girls. You're the ones putting the money in so Daryl can one day buy a Series X and join us on oh, this podcast yeah. again. <laughs> and of course, I'm shouting out here to Veronica Jared. Uh, my name is F Mayo, that's what you're going under, JC. I love it. <laughs> and MZ Nitro on the producer level. I know there's lots of other levels. Daryl has chosen not to shout you out because he really desperately needs this money for the Series X. So do the right thing, dig deep this month, and you'll get to hear him. I know he's also got an awesome deep dive as well. I believe he he recorded with his children, so that's something to look forward to. And of course, there's all this other content. You you know more about it than I do. Check it out. But look, we're here today to talk. Well, a little bit of everything like normal, but a focus on GamesCon and the Xbox showcase or presentation. And I know ponies, you're rolling your eyes. You've turned on the pony box. You're like, fuck this thing. The white knights are back. But look, I suggest you stick through. (laughs) <laughs> I suggest you stick you stick through with us because it was a different sort of conference. It wasn't a wasn't an E3 hype fest or whatever else. It was it was really interesting. It was really intriguing. And look, if you're if you've already piqued your interest, maybe go and watch it. It sort of runs at an hour and twenty minutes or so. It's not jam packed with games, but it, it's a, a really nice presentation that may leave you with the itch to play something you you never knew you wanted. But look, we'll get into that in a moment. To start with, we can't talk Xbox without one of the the preeminent Australian Xbox gamers here. And we're very lucky today to be joined by Cameron Shadowless Edge. It's his second appearance on The Loot Bros. Of course, host of the Hall of Gamers podcast, formerly of RGS. He is a Hall of, uh, what, what do we call you? A Hall of Famer. Hall That's of right, Famer. For, for like, uh, whatever you want to call me. I don't <laughs> and look, I, I assume you're currently in lockdown as well. I, I hope so. Yeah, thanks for that, CJ. <laughs> Really appreciate that. It's getting better, isn't it, for us all? What do you mean it's getting better? You are like a thousand cases. We may never go outside again. I mean, just think of all this can, Xbox time we're going to be getting. I'm, I'm just going to. I'm, I'm going to derail. Down. You're allowed. I'm going to derail for two seconds. I've been moving house the last week, and oh my god, it is so difficult to move in the middle of friggin' lockdown. <laughs> I can imagine. It's Could you like, even get removalists in this? Uh, you you can, but then essentially what happened was uh, my partner's parents live two minutes over the New South Wales border. And of course, your whole state is in lockdown, so they can't come and help me move. And this was like two weeks prior to the move. So try getting removalists in that short, uh, sh- short amount of time. Mm. I ended up hiring a truck and doing it all myself. And people that know me know that I'm a very lazy person. So this is a massive achievement on my part. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> can you even move out in lockdown aren't you supposed to like you you're allowed to it's it's not recommended if you can avoid it but you are allowed to um sounds like a a lot of work i know that a lot of people i like i live i live regionally in victoria 
So I'm like two hours away from Melbourne and all the people from Melbourne are trying to move to the, uh, to the country now because they don't want to be in these bloody city lockdowns. Mm-hmm. It doesn't help mm-hmm. when the whole bloody country's in lockdown now. But, <laughs> That's right. Um, we, don't, we don't discriminate. We, we affect well, the, the country did you people guys, equally. Did you guys even take COVID that seriously? Because from listening to CJ and other podcasts, it, it kind of sounds like you guys really didn't care that much. Okay. So last year, pretty much my state, Victoria, which is like Melbourne, um, they had the one of the hardest lockdowns in the world where it was All like right, you, right, that's, you could that's good. yeah you could leave the house for like one of four reasons i think it was exercise groceries um what else like caretaking something else cj mm, it's very little yeah it's, it's, it's very little anything that keeps you alive yeah pretty much anything that keeps you alive every anything that is a necessity yeah and mm, exercise yeah. was like limited to i think it was like an hour or two hours a day that kind of thing um and it was like a hard lockdown, but we got out of it. New South Wales, though, I'm, I'm not going to even get it started on their government, but it was like, <laughs> yeah, let's not lock down. That's going to affect businesses. That's going to, and now they're at like I a thousand cases people a were day. On beaches, beaches, and everything. Like, it... yes, yeah. Oh, a... every everything's a joke in New South Wales. Let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, look, <laughs> you know, look, we, is... <laughs> we we do what we can, but at least now we're no longer the laughing stock of America as we pr- approach probably two thousand cases a day by the end of this coming oh. week. So lots to look forward to, and of course, a big shout out to any Victorian listeners we pick up. I have a lot of respect for Dan the Hand. He is a master of keeping the cases at the exact number required for federal money. Unfortunately, he's let it balloon a little bit in the last few days, but he's secured those welfare payments like New South Wales for the next <laughs> months to come. So congratulations, sir. But look, let's <laughs> let's move let's move on to the other dulcet tones you hear of course he's not an australian by any stretch it is jt a returning America. guest of many many times here to talk xbox how are you tonight jt doing good doing good uh actually just got off of playing some i think it was like an hour of psychonauts too oh excellent Excellent. Well, look, we will we will probably get Three, into that today. Uh, game. So, did you say plane or playing? P- playing. Okay. Bloody American accents. <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I. Um, I'm like I you flew in just to be here. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> if I could fly into Psychonauts. Uh, well, look, we're going to get, we'll get into Psychonauts, but look, why don't we see, we've opened the door there already. Why don't we, why don't we jump straight in? JT, seeing you're the, the, the preeminent returning guest, you've been on this show, look, more times than me almost, I feel at this point. Why don't we, why don't we start with you? Uh, and then we'll jump to Cameron. What have you, what have you been playing? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. So that's a good one. On the Xbox front, I've been finishing up pre uh, title updates that, on Zillon games, uh, <laughs> easy stuff, you know. Then I, um, but that was like two weeks ago. I, I, I also um, started up Quake Two. Um, I mean Quake. Wait, not Quake Two. Uh, I was Quake, say, Quake uh, Two doesn't uh, have achievements, does it? Well, it does, but it has zero. All of them have zero gamers for. Um, oh. it's one of those. Um, no, mm. Quake uh, remastered. I, I booted that up. And then I looked at it after a few achievements, and I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh damn! There's there's console commands on the PC version. Oh no! What? 
because I don't really like to um, start console command games anymore, so I stopped playing it. I just literally just stopped playing it because I didn't want to get tempted by the console command. <laughs> um, like installing it on the PC and whatnot. Um, okay, now PlayStation. Oh boy, here we go. All going all the way down. I, I uh, platinumed Mass Effect 2. Um, I did Dating Life, Miley X, Emily. It's a visual novel. It's mm. 10 minutes. Um, then on my 250th Platinum, I got Mass Effect 3. Well done, sir. And then Congratulations. I did, Very nice. Then I did um, the the other NA stack of Dating Life, Miley X, Emily. I did the final stack of Drowning for the PS5. I did all yeah. the Legends of Talia Arcadia. Oh my god, that 32 second platinum. <laughs> <laughs> did you did you do all six stacks? Did you visit the regional Japanese I and did Hong Kong stores? All six <laughs> stacks. My wonderful sir. <laughs> I did all of the Sakura Succubus games. Yeah. Oh yeah. boy. I uh platinum <laughs> Life is Strange before the storm. Now, just just before you go on to those others, I want to ask you about the old succubus games or whatever else. Because oh, not only do they suck you off in the wallet, they also they leave you with a smile on your face. You wouldn't be used to these games yet, Cameron. Well, they I'm, haven't I'm, made it. I'm, I'm already a pervert. So, mm. but what what so. I wanted to ask you, JT. So, Cameron, these games they are visual novels, but look, they're just made totally for trophy hunters. Although they, they do have a sort of a you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, a decent production value, but they're 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 very buxom ladies. The legs are very waxed or whatever. It's it's not what you you used to seeing JT with all this censorship flying around the PlayStation. And I know you sent me that article earlier this week about the tales of a rise, uh, you know, a Bandai managing to get away without censorship, or so they're claiming they're on the Pony it And they got and they managed to get approval. No, I'm Wait, so what? happy. They. Um, PlayStation uh, requires censorship now for waifu games. Well, that's um, I know like one of my community members that's going to be very disappointed with that. But but <laughs> Tales of Arise fought Sony on that, just like Atelier Riza did, and like those are the two games that I look at. Like these games didn't get censorship. Woo! Yeah, it's it's an interesting thing because obviously it's been building from that that infamous Devil May Cry Five, the snapshot which they allowed oh. on Xbox, but of course not on PlayStation. It's been getting worse and worse, and we've seen more Japanese developers moving away from that system. It's a wonderful win for Bandai, but how the hell has this succubus game managed to get to four iterations? What they show in that game is way more than anything that will be in Arise, so I'm sure of it. Yeah, so it's amazing this double uh, standard, especially succubus two. Oh my god, mm. that. That one uh, is that the sisters the... or the cousin or the octopus? I forget. I, I well, it's the one where they press their breasts up near the um, the thing that looks like you know what, and it mm. explodes because it's ice cream. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it's a, See, nothing to the imagination. When, when I look up succubus, all I'm getting is ag- agony and the succubus games, and I can't really tell the difference. All right, so like these are just these are these are literally uh, visual novels that take one minute to platinum. Okay, and I also so you're not playing them for the porn. 
Well, well I, you know, a lot of trophy hunters will do them in two sittings to, to satisfy okay. themselves. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah and, a... and then I did, uh, and then I, uh, I did up to um, the second castle. I mean, I, I finished the second uh, palace in Persona 5 Royal. Yeah. How are you finding this game so far? Oh, I love Persona 5 Royal. It's like, it's like a full-blown anime favorite. Yeah. Mm. Oh, wait. It's the same developer. A game of sutra or something? Uh, Mad Mind <laughs> Studio? Is that it? Uh, I'm not sure Wait who the, div- the publisher. <laughs> I think or am I looking at something Switcher. else? Hmm. I think I think you're on the kid friendly uh, side. Are, are you are you looking up Sakura Succubus? Succubus borrows mechanics that you'd find in Doom from the um, same developer. Mad- no. I must be thinking of something else. Mm. Uh, th- th- this is like. Just a visual novel. That's all yeah. it is. You skip it one minute and thirty-one seconds of skips, and then you're done. Okay. This is literally ju- it's literally just a trovador game. So I like the Rattalakos. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. No, and this the is wa- like this is Rattalako was like what was it? Third gen trophy trash. This is fifth gen. <laughs> this is okay. worse than Rattalika. <laughs> this is like fifth gen. This is like it takes. Zero to ten minutes. There are very few rat life games that actually take less than ten minutes. All right, all right. I have a question. Um, is this a case of do you like they know why you're here? You're pressing one button and then that's the completion, or is this a case mm. of going into the options? You don't and going, press like, any button. You don't <laughs> press anything. It's you just, just you just press R one and then the platinum is yours. So you got to keep you got to keep both hands free, JT, for other purposes, of course. <laughs> but the the wonderful thing here, both Daryl and Jared have now platinumed all six versions of that game while we've been talking about it. So shout out to them and their and their six their six platinums. But look, I want to come back briefly to Persona Five Royal, if we can, JT. You mentioned an interesting thing to me this week. I I've obviously platinumed the game, finished it. I never um watched the anime though. Uh, you know, it was something I intended to do at some point, and it just got away from me. But you were saying the anime, it's it's basically directly lifted into the game is that right for the cutscenes? no it's uh it's basically all the cutscenes. every okay. single last one of them in full anime style like it, it's it's just animated on crunchyroll okay so it's basically one or the other well it's the same thing just without the mm. gameplay and it's not in uh cgi or whatever yeah so if you don't have but, 150 hours that could be the option you don't you just watch it all, yeah. And yeah, crunch your okay. all. I like all that. I like... too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I see this. I see you. You've drawn the line here. We'll, we'll move to Cameron in a moment. But I see you've drawn the line here at two hundred and ninety-nine for this spam run that you're on. Of course, these lines are always evolving. JT with trophy hunters it could be two ninety-nine. It could be twelve ninety-nine when you actually stop. But <laughs> well, is that a hard I, stop? I've decided to stop uh, for the rest of the year after two ninety nine. Yeah. Probably work on Xbox games or good. Uh, like I, I'm, I'm thinking like every other day work on an Xbox and a PlayStation game. You know, like take take turns because uh, I want to give both my attention. I blew a thousand dollars. I want to use my thousand dollars. Five hundred per system. Hmm. Yeah, that, that uh, makes, although that makes I sense. will say I do like the Xbox a wee bit better. And uh, that is due to the fact that I honestly hate haptic feedback. <laughs> I hate it. I well, hate look, we're haptic not gonna, feedback. 
we're not going to go down that line because Daryl received a ton of hate mail from the ponies last week. So we're not we're not going to open the door on is he anything serious? anti-Sony. Sorry? Yeah, his one his one PlayStation listener um complained. So <laughs> what? <laughs> I know, I know. It's it's tragic. But look, let's let's shift across. I wanna I wanna ask Cameron here what he's been playing, because I know he's been playing a couple of games that I'm very interested in. Uh but I'm gonna leave it up to you, Cameron, to to throw out whatever you like. It's just like, oh, games that you're interested in. Uh I got no idea. Um <laughs> Where do I where do I begin? Because most of this week I have been busy, so I have forgotten quite a bit of what I've been playing. I'm checking my list now. Yeah, uh, be quite- liberal. Quake, uh, console command game. I'm very surprised checking this out that it's still 7,000 TA. Yeah. That is yeah, very why, why is that? It's it's such an easy game. You just put in the console commands and it skips you past to, to specific parts where the mm. achievements are. Like, I, I actually, I think I know why. Um, the console commands don't auto-pop you. The, tr- the achievements you no, have to still put in work yeah with the with the Bethesda stuff you still got to do that, a little bit yeah that that's why it's 7,000 gamers bro let's be real if you don't put work into it I mean 7,000 yeah if you don't put work into it it's gonna go right down to like 1,054 it's it's still one hour completion though like it's not uh like one one and a half maybe but it's not hard. Like I did 700 G in about half an hour. And then it was just like, I need to pack up my desks now. Hmm. Um, so yeah, there's quake. Uh, I'm probably going to just end up doing it. I already started. Might as well. May as well get the completion. Uh, Age of Empires 2 released their DLC for, I don't know if it was Dawn of the Dukes or if that was the other one. Uh, I haven't really played that much of it. It was just popping some of the easier achievements uh let me have a look what the name is do you um, have any grand staking uh ideals of actually 100%ing age of empires 2 and doing like the 300 hour grind i i will do it i'm already at 650 hours Ugh, um and i've only got 975 gamer score <laughs> oh boy he's on i mean i got halo mcc done this year like i'm i'm gonna get it done it's just a matter of when he has Halo MCC, CJ. I know, I know. I, I, I'm going to be working on that. I want to get that. He, he does, like, he throws all this impressive shit at you, JT, and then you dig a little deeper, and he, he has people stand on checkpoints for him for timed runs. <laughs> He's got all sorts of shit going on here. So, well, you know, check hey, your, let's, check your well, enthusiasm. Let's be, let's be real. When you got to get the impressive stuff done, you got to make the moves. You can't. <laughs> It, it, like I, I don't think anyone does that shit legitly. I, I feel weird at the moment too because like, um, I'm actually still running a buddy through it till he gets eighty five percent because he's not going to go for the, the lasso runs and that kind of stuff. But I'm still having fun with it, even though I'm not popping achievements, which is weird for me. Yeah, I'm going to go for the lasso. I'm going to go for the lasso. I'm going to do it. That's a that's a strange sensation though, because normally, so this is again the difference with the Xbox community, I suppose. On the PlayStation, as soon as you'd pop that hundred percent camera, you would have deleted the game and all the people on your list that helped you get there, and that's uh, so you never had to worry about it again. <laughs> yeah, usually oh. that would be the case. No, I'm kidding, but um, <laughs> like, I I don't I don't know how you guys feel about it, whether it be achievements, trophies, uh, in any regard, but. If you're playing with a buddy, like a buddy that you've known for a few years, 
and you're getting achievements through their profile, even though you've got the hundred percent completion, do you mm. still get like satisfaction off that? What the game or helping them? Well, both really, because like I will go through his list on TA and be like, we're doing these 10 achievements tonight. I believe in you. Like, let's get this done. Ah, like challenging ones for Yeah. I see. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm still having fun in that co-op uh, regard, but I'm enjoying getting these achievements for him just as much as I was for myself. Yeah. See, it's a, oh. it's a, well, I'll throw to JT here, but it's a strange situation for me because surprisingly, mm. Cameron, not a lot of people reach out for help with the weekly Rattalika. And I don't know why, <laughs> but you know, I'm always there to give tips and pointers um, across those games 100%. But JT, this is a better question for you, I think. Uh, no, I'm, uh, no CJ, no. Uh, okay, yes. Uh, what was it? Um, I, when it comes to the trophies, uh, I don't, I don't really, I delete the game after I platinum it, even or mm. get all DLC because I, I have a ninety-two percent completion ratio on uh, PlayStation, so I like to do the DLC first. Uh, but on Xbox, my completion ratio is absolute trash. Oh, um, so uh, to me. When I finish a game on Xbox, it's a little different. I feel like a lot of the Xbox games are more like long-standing games like that you could play even after you 100% it. Things like Sea of Thieves, things like um, these party games that come like out. More like more live service kind of. Times. Yeah, and um, Master Chief is one of those, right? Like yeah. you, you could play that game forever. You could never leave that game. That's like a Call of Duty. Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, I, I find myself still playing games that I did 100%. Yeah. Uh, it's, still. It's, it's definitely a funny thing because I think, like, for me, it comes down to a time situation because a lot of the gaming I do is with Americans, I suppose, when I play with someone else. So the, the timing is already is already challenging. And also a lot of the people I play with play very fast anyway. So it's yeah. not usually me. It's not usually them that held back. It's me. So if anything, I feel a reverse pressure to try and keep up or do bits on my own if I know I'm falling behind or whatever else. And I think I think a lot of that's tied up in the, the trophy or what are the achievement hunting as well is that, you know, time is the most valuable essence of, of in this sort of a passion for most of, most of us that have access to so many games we, we'll never get to. So consciously being aware that you're slowing someone down is always in the back of my mind. But I know having played things like the crew, uh, particularly the crew, that it doesn't affect a lot of people. They're more than happy to waste all your time <laughs> in going for one one trophy or whatever that, you know, potentially isn't that, that difficult or t- that time consuming. So I know it, it's a real balance between the game, I suppose, enjoying the game a lot therefore you would go back like a a really good one is and i'll throw this out because by the time he listens hopefully he'll finish it so it sounds like i've been really nice but i haven't really put myself out at all is uh gareth uh gareth here he was working on the olympics game tokyo 2020 uh, I saw last night and I was like, I could send him a message. We could knock out the 10 gold medals, but I already did it by myself the other day. Do I really want to do it? So, you know, here I'm offering you to do that now, sir. So, you know, it looks good for me and I know you've done it, so you don't need to worry <laughs> about taking it up. So see, that's how, that's how boosting works. Well, you could also make, make a deal with them. Like you'd be like, oh, Charge you know, him. I'll do this for you. And now you got to, <laughs> when I ask you to do something, 
you got to do it even if you already have. Ah, see, Cameron, do you do you fall under that guilt trip? Uh, do you get guilted? See, it it depends on what it is, true. Because like I will play uh, as much as I don't really like talking about Blizzard Activision at the moment. I've been doing Black Ops Free. Oh, you too? I, oh I, man, I don't I don't support that shit. But um, I, uh, I stopped I, playing I, World of Warcraft because of that. Yeah, I <laughs> look. I I've been playing. I originally had a plan for 10 different goals this year, and one of them was to complete the Call of Duty series. All of the Call of Duty, yeah. I stopped that based on the news around Activision Blizzard, uh, and I'm... A lawsuit. Yeah. The lawsuit. Um, oh, yeah. But, like, I, I read that, and I was like, this is horrendous. I do not want to support these. And, like, even today in the news, they're talking about changing um, McCree's... Uh, like the character McCree in Overwatch's name. Oh my god. Because of all the controversy. Which uh, is yeah, yeah. It, it's all it, they're all pervy frat boys over there. Yeah. But without going into uh anything further from it, like look, I'm not calling anybody out. You you support who you want to support. I will support who I want to support. Um but essentially I've been doing like Black Ops 3 with buddies all year that thing happened. I'm still going to help my buddies because they like, we need six people. Yeah. If I leave, uh, that's leaving them two profiles short. I'm not going to do that to somebody if they've been putting in half a year of work. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas in, if it's a different case of like, usually it's like a trade off. Uh, like you said, it's like um, pretty much you help me with this and I help you with that. Yeah, which I think is pretty uh, pretty common in the achievement communities that I'm in. Hmm. I'm not so sure on the PlayStation side of things, just because I oh, have. Really they're they're all greedy pieces. Of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, JT, easy, easy. Um, <laughs> but I I think it comes down to what kind of player you are too. Like, I am yeah. very much a player that if I'm playing a single player story in that, unless I'm really really invested in the story. I'll usually be in a party just because I like talking to mates and I treat my gaming as more of a social experience than it is an entertainment venue. Yeah. See that that's I what would, we... I would like to say that I um at when I moved to Xbox, that is the one thing that stood out. And I guess it's because there's less people in the community than on the PlayStation side. The um I the community just, is just to quickly chime in too. I think there's a there's less of a barrier to entry with Xbox than there yeah. is PlayStation. Yeah, mm. but I, I I think that the community is a lot better, especially in the achievement side. That it's way better than the trophy hunting community, anyways. And I mean that in a more like it's way it's it's less toxic. It's not as toxic. So good. Okay, well let, let's tread carefully here because I can feel Dara's hand on my knee just steering us away. Uh, Jared, <laughs> no. uh, there, just, but I, just gave I, him up. It's not not <laughs> Yeah, look, look. Uh, but I do want to I do want to pick up on that. That's an interesting point, Cameron. You said it's less of a barrier of of uh, entry. Well, was it? What just just, just thinking of stuff like um like Game Pass, yeah? Game Pass. and um I'm like I'm sure that PlayStation has this similar aspects in regards to uh you've had like a not an MMO, but some kind of multiplayer game come out with your version of Games of Golds. Uh, I'm I'm drawing a mental blank. What Games of Gold is called on PlayStation? Yeah, PlayStation the, Plus. PlayStation Plus, yeah. 
you've had like a free multiplayer game. If everybody's getting that game, there's going to be more of a social experience based off it. Stuff like Game Pass, it's like if a multiplayer game hits Game Pass, it's like who who are your buddies doesn't have Game Pass if they're on Xbox? Like, I know I go on Game Pass all the time just because I that's what I am for Hall of Fame, but like, there's really nothing else in terms of gaming like it. Um, and I'm all for like, I'm like a Switch or Sony or any anybody had their own version of that like i think it's the best thing for a platform like mm. their version of games of gold mm. yeah if it yeah. works if it works yeah <laughs> okay easy easy well we are that like easy line there jt okay look i want to throw one out at you here cameron because i've been meaning to talk to you about this game for a while i see you've you've got some of the achievements so i'm not sure how much of it you played though it's the art of rally so this thing released and for some reason for the first three days i couldn't get it to run on my series x it's quite possibly that it was me i deleted it tried and it would always hold up in that you know that sign-in screen xbox has when the game loads up and you got it and i couldn't get past that it was on a loop exact same thing happened to me i jumped into their discord and asked them about it they said to uninstall the game and reinstall it i'm like uh like (laughs) I, I was like politely as possible. Are you kidding me? Um, there's obviously mm. a signing glitch. If I'm if I'm going to have the same issue, I'm just going to try it on PC, and that's what I did. Ah, okay. So yeah, I sense. yeah I downloaded it on PC, but even then it was it's not optimized really well. It's yeah, like, I, it, I just downloaded yeah. that game as well, mm. so. There is a few things I want to quickly mention about Art of Rally, though. There was a, um, I I don't know if mod is the right word for it, but there was some kind of unlock going around in the achievement hunting community that was against Terms of Service for TA. Oh, we have another Surviving Mars. No, no, no. Like, Surviving surviving Mars is working in the uh, restraints of the system. This was actually a script that unlocked ah. achievements which is okay. not allowed um i mean it's all good if the you know like the developer makes this stuff and puts it in their game themselves which was the case with surviving mars allowing mods yep. to unlock achievements like that but if it is modifying a game file specifically that's a no-no because otherwise we'll have everybody just jumping in doing auto unlock scripts and getting all these so, PC games easy of course i have a yeah. question for you does that mean that if you do that, you will be removed from the leaderboards of true achievements? Like no, not, not look, it was early days for it. So they remove the game from the profile itself and basically just give you a warning and say, hey, like next time, uh, just okay. wait for the investigations team to, to chime in. Um, saying that, I know that there is one achievement at the moment that you can, uh, you can start up, like there's a thousand stage achievement, yeah? which is a massive grind and I'm all against massive grinds in games. I think good achievement lists, a good trophy list need to, you know, they need to um, encapsulate what your game is about without feeling like a massive slog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. But there's a thousand, yeah. Thousand stages uh, achievement for this game, which I think adds on 30 hours of that after the rest of the completion, there is a level where you can just, run uh drive straight into a wall and then just restart and the tracker mm. doesn't go off but mm. according to kirby or chin doctor from my community uh it should take you about like three to four hours mm. 
So cut down yeah. that completion time. Um, other than that, I mean, I'm surprised Art of Rally wasn't more arcadey based <laughs> yeah. off its looks, but it's still a, I'd say it's still a decent racer. I'm not thrilled about it, but I mean, it's okay. It's very, um, it's very Zen. Like, I mean, it literally has a Buddha at the start or whatever else, but it, mm. it, it's very, I don't know if you ever played that Zen racing. I'm not even sure if that even made it to Xbox, but it, it's nah, very, that I don't think so. feel it's, a, yeah, it's like, a, it's a top down, you know, and it's sort of, it's a bit of slippery, you know, it's very drifty around the corners or whatever else, minimal art style or whatever. It's very, yeah. it strikes me heavily that they were smoking the magic weed before they, they sat down to program this. And, uh, that's the feel you get, but it is, it is pretty relaxing as it, well, I think. Look, it looks it looks visually. Um, I need to stop using the word visually stunning because I get called out <laughs> at it all the time. But it like it looks nice visually. Yeah, hmm. um, the it is it, it, it is very like much. It, a, a different it looks like style. what? Sorry, it, it looks like it has a different art style. Like yeah, it, it, not not a traditional one. So that that piqued my interest a bit. But it is um like it is relaxing that kind of thing. Like I. I usually listen to podcasts while I do racing games just because there's not really, I mean, the content's the content. Yeah. Like you're just mm. racing around in a circle or racing around a track. Like mm. you don't really need to use all, all 10 of your brain cells for that kind of stuff. Mm. <laughs> yeah, no, of course. Um, yeah, there's only so much of the car engine you can handle. I agree. <laughs> pretty much it. Uh, I'm trying to think what else I've been playing. Hades. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure if you've played Hades. Hades is amazing. Mm. Um, there's so many good games that are released this year, but it's probably really up there for me. Uh, too many especially, games. Oh, there is way too many. Um, Just again, before you move on, because your ear's a little closer to the achievement hunting. And I know this, we're yeah. leaning a little way this way, listeners, you know, so if this doesn't interest you, but this game does, it is on the PlayStation and, and it obviously will carry across to there. I haven't played played this yet but i know there's a god mode but i was looking briefly at a guide and it put the time in 80 hours but then i've seen quite a number of people that 100 percent at this game already and i like they might have put 80 hours in but i thought oh i don't know is it really 80 right. hours is so that the, the let's thing? look at look let's look at my co-host Neo martha because he got it done in five days yeah and his sleep schedule for that week was a bloody joke and I'm pretty sure he ran somewhere around 70, 80 hours. Okay, so it really is, yeah. yeah. I, see, with him, you know, 120 hours in a week is not out of the question, I know. So <laughs> I wasn't, I wasn't sure. five royals his. <laughs> in an afternoon, perhaps, yeah. I'm just trying uh-huh. to find it on his list. <laughs> yeah, there were a couple of people, but I, I thought it probably, the guide writer. 67 hours in yeah, five days, possibly. which is crazy to think about. Yeah. Um. But yeah, 68 hours is, is pretty accurate. Uh, God mode doesn't uh, act as your conventional God mode, which is usually um, invincibility in games, that kind of stuff. It works. Uh, it's more so a play in words dealing with Greek mythology, uh, dealing with the Greek gods and goddesses, um, where you have 20% damage reduction. And then every time you die, because it is a roguelite, you will get an extra 2% uh, damage reduction all the way up to 80%. So you could you can basically go into that game and go, all right, the first few runs I'm gonna die like thirty times just straight away and get my um, get my damage reduction up to eighty percent and then play properly, or you can do a mixture of both. Or, but like it is, it is very, what's the word I'm looking for? It is a very enjoyable game uh, as a rogue. Like 
the thing that most road whites suffer with is like when you're doing that uh that replay of the run it's just the same run yeah every time you mm-hmm. die in this there's like a story element up until you mean the uh the beat the main game it's not until the very end where this is a very backlogged heavy grind but the first 30 to 40 hours of this game are like absolutely incredible like game of the year material mm-hmm. and then the rest of the cleanup is like and this is why i haven't finished it all i'm i'm doing it like bits and pieces at a time just so i don't wear myself uh thin with it but there's just so much of you have to get certain collectibles with certain gods uh in certain mm-hmm. runs and you have to do all 100 of them and it like it is it is a longer completion but i mean that's what road whites are mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I've got something has got to push me over the line on this game to start playing it. But uh, I, 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 I think if you play this on the second profile, you'd fall in love with it. Uh, <laughs> second <but> profile. <laughs> <laughs> Why? You're not I, a real. How issue. can I? How can I lower my percentage with a second profile? This is ridiculous. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I I made a new uh, PlayStation account. Got. From one that I had fifty five platinums on, just to have a higher completion ratio. Oh, it's it's and disgusting. Now, and now I have, and now I have a uh, two hundred eighty five platinums on the new account. I'm never going back hmm. to the old one. Say, say, some people, unlike me, like like new masters, perfect example of it. They care too much about their completion percentage. Yeah, yes. I'll just chuck any yeah. odd game on my on my tag. I don't care. Yeah, play games that you want to play. I have, I, and I'm not going to. The best feeling is getting your account to like 10% completion ratio <laughs> and then getting it up to 90%. <laughs> yeah, but that happens. After, you just start a new after, account, JT, every yeah, week and do no, that. No, no, no. No, basically, t- bring your account to 10% and then just bring it all the way up to 90% because it'll never be 100%. See, there's going to be those games that are on your account that the server just go offline. Just just bring it up to yeah. 90%, make it the gold account, <laughs> and then become a god. See, I need to I need to get um like 400 achievements to even go off 1% of my profile. Yeah. Which but is imagine just, imagine uh, how much how the power you would have. <laughs> <laughs> the Microsoft gods. Yeah, uh, look, I look. I don't know. I don't even have, t- have enough time for one account, let alone this second account garbage. That's, but look, well, <laughs> I wasn't talking about a second uh, account. I was just talking about making your account ten percent, and then just playing all of your get all available achievements on your on your account, and then you basically have ninety what ninety percent mm. plus. You'd be yeah. a god of gamers. All right. Two last games I was going to quickly mention mm. too. Um, Splitgate. I'm not sure if you used to have heard of that or you engaged yes. in that. I mm-hmm. have. Uh, I have not engaged, but um, I have heard. Very, very, very fun. Uh, essentially, Halo and College, uh, Halo and Portal put together. Mm-hmm. Uh, isn't isn't that made by two people? I don't know. Like 1047 games. I'm pretty sure. It. I'm pretty sure that one was designed by two people. Interesting. Because they have been yeah. working on it for a few years. Um, the only comments I can really put about this game is, like, it, it is really fun. Is it a first person? Maybe I was wrong on that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not too sure. Mm. Um, essentially, pretty nice achievement list, except for win 1,047 matches. 
Just one of those games Jesus. that suffers, suffers the massive grind. Is this a free-to-play game? Yes. Yeah. But every other achievement is like win 100 matches, uh, get 15 kills without dying, uh, get 500 kills. Like, they're not really that bad in terms of uh, free-to-play. It's just that one achievement that's a win 1,047 matches, which is purely taken from the um, developer's name. But Okay, that's cool. It's uh, uh-huh. yeah, it's it's really fun. It's really enjoyable. Uh, and the other one, I'm come gonna... on, big drop the big one on us. Hopefully, it's going to be this one. Hopefully. Twelve minutes. Yes, finally. Cool. Yeah, I had to. I had to close up with this one. Um, uh, I don't. I don't want to say much about this game because it is very spoiler heavy. Um, I'll talk about how I've been playing this game. So mm. I don't usually engage with and clicks that much i've never really had a stream with like monkey island and that kind of, those kind of games it just i never caught into that kind of um phase yeah mm-hmm. play 12 minutes because essentially everybody else is playing it uh had really mixed reception uh based off my community and some others that i'm in uh essentially how this game works is you're stuck in a 12 uh not even 12 minutes like a just stuck in a time loop um, and you're trying to figure out like why, like what's happening. Uh, cop busts in the door and then basically strangles you to death and then the loop resets. That's your first loop. Mm. And then it's basically point and click using the environment around you, this tiny apartment to figure out like what's going on. Um <sighs> I won't say anything about the ending other than it's Vin Diesel approved. And if you played, <laughs> you'll get that. Uh, you'll get that reference. Um, other than that, I've really enjoyed the gameplay aspect of it because yeah. I've been, uh, the first night this came out, I was laying in my uh, bed with my partner and we were just like, what if we shoot ourselves in the head because you can get a gun from the cop or what mm. if we, um, what if we find this item and then give it to her? And then just piecing it together like that, just trying to exhaust all our options and working collectively as a team. Mm. And I don't really have that many games, like co-op-wise, that are like that, that I can go like, let's make a decision together and follow through with it. Yeah. Especially not on Xbox. Um, And I I found like just as a bonding experience, that was really well, uh, really good for me. Hmm. Yeah, that's it's well said. It's a hard game, obviously, to talk about. It's it's a great example of how much can be achieved in a small setting in game design yeah. as well, like a three or four rooms and 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 whatever else. I spent an hour with it uh, so far, or whatever. What I wanted to ask you, and obviously, we'll, we'll stay away from spoilers, but one of the things is obviously Annapurna Interactive, and like their their previous game, The Last Stop, it was like it was fine or whatever, but it was a little generic to a degree for. For, for their sort of style, I suppose. But when you when you look back at their their catalogue, you know, like Sayonara, Wild Hearts, Kentucky mm. Route Zero in particular, um, Telling Lies, these are all, you know, games that pushed a particular type of genre forward, whether it was a narrative, FMV, music rhythm or whatever else, even the I Am Dead that they, they re- recently pushed um, out finally to console. It's been on PC for ages and, and yeah. you know, a puzzle game of sorts. They all push that. And I don't know that Last Stop necessarily did. It was still, still a fine story. 
but this game definitely does. But I, I put about an hour into it, and with the loops, I was, and I don't know if there's a way to talk about this if you if you can without spoiling it. But mm. am I naturally going to get funneled towards the ending? Because I'm finding I don't know if I'm stuck or I'm sort of I'm doing the same things or slight variations. Does the game funnel you? Do you think, or or am I going to need to make the logical leap to maybe uh, move to the next part? If that makes sense, I I, I think with it. Like there was, there was a point where I just got halfway where I'm just like, I figured out as much as I can. I just want to get the completion. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's how I piece, like it, if you're spending enough time with it, um, you will get it eventually because you're going to exhaust all the options. Okay. There will be one particular way. I, I've got one achievement left in it. And I'm struggling to get to a certain part where I was because I think I'm doing stuff out of order. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if I have that repeated playthrough pattern down, if that makes sense. Yes. But yeah. I'm just trying to think of the, the best way to answer this without giving spoilers. I, I think because it is such a small environment, you will get to that point where you will exhaust those options. You will, uh, like, it might take a few tries, but, um, and when I say tries, like a few more loops than what a guide would do. But I think you would eventually get it and click on to, oh, well, this item's meant to be used on this item or, you know, like stuff will start making more of a logical uh, sense. Yeah, that's that's a good answer. And if, if, you, if you're sort of not a point-and-click genre player like, like myself, one of the things when you play a game in that vein is often you get stuck because there's multiple screens or environments and you don't even know what item you need or where you need to be. In this game, because it is so contained, you can just click around. There's not that many things you know or they add things as as you go as you said Cameron there so it's sort of it, it it does lead itself to the exploration it's it's really it's really worth it and this game I mean you know it had a William Defoe or whatever else in it but it's leaning closer and closer to what they're really known for which is their films you know where, mm. where they started off and those films like Kajillionaire and, and a few others they're really out there films and I think it's wonderful that the games you know they're continuing to move in this this, this light so if you have Game Pass it's free I don't know is this an Xbox it's exclusive or just a timed exclusive? Uh, I think it's sure. ex- I think it's an exclusive to console uh like Xbox One, Series X and S and then Windows 10. Yeah. yeah. I don't I don't know if this will get released, but I uh it, it might be like a one year exclusivity deal or something like along those lines. I imagine it would come out on Switch and that later on. Yeah. Yeah, I think I could see something like that on the Switch. And a Panoria usually diversify install systems yeah yeah uh yes yeah for their other games they have been so yeah yeah. see i haven't i haven't played last stop yet either so i i can't really comment on that but worth um, playing but it's it's nothing revolutionary or totally different yeah the 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 one that i would say from annapurna that i am very excited to see coming up is um uh what's what's the word for it it's the artful Artful Escape here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Artful Escape. That's the one I'm looking forward to next um, uh looking forward to next month. Mm, yeah, it's good That'll to see that they're leaning into games media. I think it's it's wonderful, that sort of thing. Uh now why don't we why don't we shuffle across then? I'm not gonna really dwell on what I've played this week because this work has just been crazy. Other than the Seagull, I have missed you in Final Fantasy fourteen. I've been fishing up a storm there. A little bit of uh, fishing from work even, perhaps, you know, to, <laughs> to boost that level to eighty. It is a grind, sir. It is a real grind to get to eighty. I can see why I never did it in the I, base list. I haven't uh, I haven't 
been playing, to be honest. Um, no. Don't really want to play an MMO at the moment. No, it's un- understandable. Yeah. I really just want to focus on the, the, the stuff that's coming out, and that's kind of like far on my mind right now. Yeah, there's such a time sink because at the moment, like I've got all these games in progress and a lot of them require like something you you just need to log in once a day to do things, which is awesome, you know, because it only takes like 15 minutes. But when you have like five or six games in this position, it's like two hours just to do the daily things you need to do. So look, I don't don't know what the solution is, but of interest, and I'll I'll talk on this more in the future, but I throw it out there is King's Bounty 2. I throw this out there because I know that on this podcast there are a few, quite a few listeners came up recently that like Skyrim. This is a turn-based, uh, you know, in the art style of Skyrim. I wasn't familiar with this series at all. It is, it is a full-price game. Obviously, it it doesn't, you know, it looks in the style of Skyrim, the original version. So you have to check your your expectations. But the combat system is very deep. It's not easy at all, and it really plays into that that law, that medieval feel. So you know, if you've been sitting on the fence for something, you know, strategy and turn-based, and it hasn't been a lot well i suppose i should temper that with the age of empires and things but uh it hasn't been a lot at least on the playstation side for some time so this is on both systems perhaps perhaps worth a look but that's that's all i have uh for games this week why don't we quickly uh move across to the loot bros leaderboard so we can get to this topic get to the meat of today which i'm looking i'm looking forward to shall we look why don't we holy shit why don't we have a look at the Loot Bros trophy? This is why he wanted to do it. I can't believe it. It's finally happened. Somebody has knocked off the perch, this fucking donk that every week is just spamming crap to stay on the top. He's finally been beaten with a staggering, a staggering 430 trophies this week to Dat One Seagull GT. And he's rubbed it in by putting his last trophy, the Museum of Vanity, repossessed in Persona 5 Royal. So not only is he hitting 430 trophies, a week, Cameron. He's playing a 150-hour game to do it. It's very yes. impressive, sir. Congratulations. Nice job. What can I say? CJ, this is the only time I'm ever going to beat you. I'm done. <laughs> I tell you what, you're lucky the brick breaker doesn't come out till tomorrow, sir. <laughs> uh, this is it. This is all I want. This, I, only once do I get a shot to get... like I. I Get my shots in. This yeah, is the I, week. Well, you you did it well as well. You have me you have me well and truly covered. And of course, as uh, Gareth likes, a little trophy description here. Mine came uh, from a game called Ho. I don't know if you've seen this on the store, Cameron. It is on the Xbox. I didn't realize H O A. It's a really beautiful side-scrolling platformer uh, that has a, a fundamental flaw at the moment in that you need to you need to be very careful when you quit the game because it doesn't seem to always save, and it sometimes doesn't save at all. So if you don't do the whole section in one run, you're going to be back from the beginning again. So hopefully they, they patch that. This looks like Spirited Away. Yeah, it nice. is. It is. But you do, do um, on the XR in Quick Resume, this might be a good feature. I lost two hours progress because it, it didn't save. So, But, you know, it, it's, a, it's a fun game. Resident Daryl in third, 54 trophies, bombshell busting. What a week. Figura. A week. It's been a big he's week. He's the Sony pony. <laughs> well, he's playing on the and Vita. He can't he's... break one hundred. 
He's playing quality on the Vita. Senra and Kagura Estival versus we're familiar with this JT, of course. The big yeah. tip and uh and long legs of the Vita. It's yeah, wonderful. gotta get those hentai games though. Yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> that's very good. Let's let's uh jump over the to the <laughs> the Xbox. And uh this week I'm still on this friggin' Scarlet Nexus, the game that never ends. What a phenomenal game. Uh Redbeard Rick comes in second. 290. Congratulations for turning on the system, sir. That's our uh, Walking Dead season two. And I'm styling on your broke. <laughs> 250. That's well, it's nothing. It's not even worth mentioning. Domination <laughs> Elite in Champion in Forza Motorsport 7. Well, look, Cameron, you've played this game. 250 could take hours, couldn't it, to get that? Sorry, which one was it? Uh, Forza Motorsport 7. Uh, yeah, it's a bit of a... I mean, motorsports are... Uh, in my opinion. I mean, are, are you are you starting it? Because if he's starting it, I, 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 I've been getting... In Forza games in general, I, I, I've been... You could get 250 pretty easily, I think. No, he's going for the 100%, and he's fair way into it, actually. He's done all the stuff that they're... Um, okay, then. then uh, and, yeah, those, those yeah. easy... I mean, it was, it was getting delicious... Uh, yeah, it was getting delisted. It is, like, it, it is, it is getting delisted. I yeah. I recently bought it because it was like ten bucks. Yeah, I think it's 150 hours. He said thereabouts, and I think he's about 100 hours in. So he's on the homeward stretch. Yeah, okay. Uh, so he's else. yeah, no, that that 250 is like godsend for him. Yeah, yeah, very, very much so. So there are your leaderboards. Of course, you can join them on any of the true sites, the proper true achievement site or the joke that is true trophies, the uh, achievement trolling site. Uh, it is up to you. But look, we're gonna we're gonna shift across to the topic today. And as I said, if you have any interest, I'd I'd highly recommend going and watching this show because it doesn't it didn't play out at least to me, and I'll, I'll get both your opinions in a moment. It didn't play out like an E three show to me. It really played out like like a relaxed, almost like a movie, you know, often these things, they hit you with so many games, so much quick, you know, quick takes or hot takes, I suppose, that you, you don't even know what you're seeing half the time. This was, for me, this was a very well-paced show at 120 minutes, uh, one hour and 20 minutes, I should say. Oh. Uh, tw- yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I'll throw it to you a sec, JT. Uh, 12, 12 games were shown over the time. There was a sizzle reel of 10 indie games as well on top of the 12. But each 12, they showed in such a way where they showed some gameplay and they had a, a little chat, if you like, with a, a dev or a, or a creative lead on the game, which was really, for me, was really exciting. I want to ask you both about that. I might start with you, Cameron, and also, of course, the hosts here, Paris, Lily, and uh, Kate Yeager. What did you think of the overall sort of structure of it? I'll be honest. I with the move and all that, and being flat out, I haven't really. Oh, that's right. <laughs> watched it. Um, I, I've, I've caught a little. Uh, I've caught a little bit of the recaps um, from the stuff that I have seen. Uh, I, like I was quite impressed. Uh, yeah. The Forza Horizon controller looked amazing, and I decided, no, I need, I need this in my life. I don't. Did you buy see the straight away? But did you man. see the Halo Infinite one? Uh, what the console oh, you, or the did, controller? The controller. The well, they also came okay. out with the console, but they there's a limited edition controller. They're both so sold take. out. Hot take, hot take. Uh, the elite, <laughs> the elite isn't sold out here. I could still get an elite if I wanted to. Hmm. I haven't used my elite controller ever since getting a Series X. Oh, really? <laughs> I find that the Series X is like the weight of the controller is so much better to play. When you're doing like, you know, I, everybody knows me. I play like bloody at least four hours a night, yeah? Every mm. single day. 
Um, and then if I'm away, I'm like playing something else. Like I'm, I will purely have a controller in hand majority of the day <laughs> uh, when I'm not working. Anyway, uh, Series X and S controllers feel much better than Elite. Elite just feels like a heavy, like weight, like a paperweight after a while, to me at least. Um, saying that, Halo Elite controller looks amazing. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I if love it, that. If it was a Series it- controller, I would have bought it. No questions asked. Mm, it's the fact that I know it it has that weight to it, and I've just I've gone off it. I like ever since these new consoles came out, however they designed the controllers just feels so much better than last gen to mm. me. Like um yeah, I know that do. I know that at the start of the Xbox One generation they said like the controllers were specifically sculpted to fit like I think like ninety eight percent of gamers' hands and to feel comfortable and ergonomic. And I really like the Xbox One controller. Um, going from Xbox One to Elite felt right. Going from Elite to Series controllers felt right. Yeah. So yeah, um, I, I saying that love the love the color scheme of the Halo One. I really wish it was the Series controller because I would buy it up without no uh, without a question. Uh, now we I just need a, an elite series three for the series X, so that <laughs> way we can we can evolve further. That, in that's that's the question. Is there any upgrades with this controller? Because I haven't seen anything other than it just being a. No, I, th- I think it's just a series two. Yeah, and then the the other thing I've got to add to that is this. The uh, sorry, not a series in elite two. You mean? Hmm. Yeah, elite two. Yeah. yeah. Um, elite controllers have had problems. Mm. Like. There's a lot of there's a lot higher failure fail rate in the elite controllers than there are the series controllers, and even mm-hmm. the Xbox One controllers for that matter. Um, a lot of people have like controller drift and uh, like stick drift, sorry, and that kind of stuff. Like just months after having them, so I yeah. don't really want to go back down that route. For, like especially when it's like two hundred and fifty dollars in Australia. Mm-hmm. Um, That's fair enough. Yeah. Saying that. I would be very interested to hear your thoughts on the limited edition console because I'll be honest, I thought it looked ugly. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of the like, series, the way the Series X looks, period. So, I, Sorry, I shouldn't say ugly. It doesn't look Halo to me. The, the Elite controller looks Halo. It has the green and gold kind of vibe to it. Mm, mm. If they're releasing a limited edition controller, I'm not sure if you guys follow Popa on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, but he does like no. a lot of graphics based work and does these mock up consoles. He did like a like a what's the what's the kind of green like military green kind of one one seven mock up console a few months ago. That's what I'd want to see as a limited edition Halo console. I don't want this. It it looks like the Halo Five Forerunner console yeah. for Xbox One, and I didn't. Halo doesn't scream blue to me. <laughs> It screams uh, green and gold. It's always been green for me. Mm. Yeah. I have an interesting question perhaps for you here. Obviously with the, the and I know the Series X is, is more available than the PlayStation 5 around the world, but still many, many countries, including parts of Australia, it's difficult to get in, including many parts of America too. I know people still trying to get one. It's uh, a shortage. 
Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, this is where I'm leading a chip shortage. Now they're producing a special edition console that's requiring more chips as well, obviously for this line of the console, which will definitely sell out, you know, to scalpers again because it's a collector's item uh, over the straight X or whatever else. I suppose there's like a a limit to, well, firstly, how many of these things they can make, knowing that they can still push the others anyway or people want the other one uh, to start with. And because it just seemed very generic to me, like I wouldn't, race out and get that one as opposed to a normal one i suppose i don't know i i think there's enough fans of halo that they would have had enough chips set aside for this limited edition console to easily like um like mm. easily sell out which is what they did like yeah every okay. market i'm, I'm pretty, pretty sure they've sold, sure sold out, sold out. Mm. and yeah. well I, they may not have been able to make even that many of them so definitely well, that's, that's the other thing too yeah. um the question the question as well is would they really want to make that many? Because this, mm. to me, this feels like fan service. We've already had announcements of uh, cloud gaming coming to previous generations of consoles, like Xbox mm. One. Uh, mm. the, the fact that we heard about cloud gaming, that Xbox One can stream Xbox Series S and X games, mm. is crazy to think about. Like, that's not leaving people behind. That's um, If you have limitations on budget, so all limitations of getting stock, you can still experience next gen if you have a decent at one thousand eighty p sixty frames through the cloud, mm. Mm. which they made a, a point of in in the show as well. Yeah, yeah it's not it's not going to be like the hot four K. There's not going to be any ray tracing. It's just you're, you're going to play the Series X games through the cloud on your Xbox One one thousand eighty p. 4k yeah uh no 1080p 60 frames my yeah. bad not that's that's the thing though you, you're not getting left behind though that's the positive no. out of all this yeah. um yeah, v- because, very inclusive move. because yeah. i know like markets where uh like for brazil for example uh the cost of consoles on that there is a is a joke compared to the rest of the world i think it's like yeah. almost double but um going back with it like Microsoft isn't in the service of selling hardware and that anymore. They're in the service of selling subscriptions. Mm-hmm. So I like they they could have had a they could have had a whole lot of consoles set aside for for this limited edition. They could have had like a you know minimal stock. I honestly think this would have been like minimal stock sold out. Um, there might be more demand for more in the future. Mm-hmm. Whether they actually do it based on chip. Uh, like based on stock supply and all that's a completely different story but yeah um, nah, it's gonna it's gonna be like yeah. the nintendo switch they're they're gonna they're gonna try and <laughs> they're gonna do the whole limited stock the difference is that it's never coming back mm. mm-hmm. seeing seeing we've taken on the hardware first over the games then we we've got to bring up the forza a limited well not limited edition uh, but the forza controller surely you're you're itching here at the bit cameron for one of these I, I pr- I like I love the look of it. I'm very uh, pastel kind of colors. Mm-hmm. Um, like I, I I've got a young daughter who's two, and like when we're painting all that, just you know pastels and that, it's always good fun. <laughs> so you I already like have this controller. Yeah. <laughs> can I can I tell you my problem with the controller? <laughs> mm, uh, yeah, my I, problem I, is oh, it going to be the same good. that I've heard from everybody else that it looks like transparent piss? And in which case, if you if you're saying it looks like piss, you need to be drinking more water. No, no, I love the call. I like I like the colors. I mm. just I've never been into controllers where you see the insides. 
I I find it fascinating. Like it, you, the first vibes I got was when I saw this controller was. But I love the colors. If it was a yeah. flat color finish, I with that paint, I would buy it. I don't care. You could probably do something like that with Design Labs. Mm. I don't know how yeah. far you'd get, but the, the first the first thing I thought about, like seeing the transparent case, was like one, I need to pre-order this, and two, it reminded me of the indigo indigo look of the transparent N sixty four. Uh, yeah. Controllers. Yeah, I never, I never like, I never like those N sixty four controllers because I, I just never like transparent controllers. You like your games companies to be hundred percent uh, non transparent. Well, that, that would be. He's <laughs> coming from the PlayStation side. I mean, so. I mean that that's never gonna happen, but that would be nice. I mean, look at Activision. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, they're all in the business of shredding documents. There's no transparency there. Yeah. Okay. You, okay. Well, look, you just let's, want product. <laughs> yeah. Let Let's shift back towards the games, but I, I can't. I can't let the opportunity pass. We talked. We talked about you know the elite controller or whatever else. There. It's funny that you're, you're playing on the the standard one with the Series X. I've actually never even taken that out of the the plastic. I had the the original elite. It's a great controller. Yeah, I, I keep hearing that. But but I had the original really elite, and a common problem with that you were talking problems obviously is the grips peeling, and yeah. that happened to me, which was a, a real uh, kick in the ass because I definitely haven't put the number of hours into the controller that, that other people like you would have, and I, like it should be able to handle. And I was a little shocked, although I've had it for years, it definitely hasn't had that many hours. So I, I upgraded to the elite two, which is a smaller controller. I didn't like it initially, but it's definitely grown on me. I actually like the weight. I don't know, camera, but then maybe because I'm not yeah. playing long enough, I'm not sure. It's okay, but I, the reason I'm going down this path is that I know you're going to qualify for the level five leaderboard on our beloved EB Games through your numerous purchases this year. You're well and truly safe, but of course, I was. You know on what's the... funny? You know what's funny? Yes. I just got an email about that yesterday too. <laughs> well, you're so safe. I think, aren't you? bring that up. Uh, I think I'm like an eight thousand for spots. Yeah, which I, I thought it was a low considering how much I've spent. But yeah, that was all at the start of like. When they're clearing old stocks, so. Well, I, I got that same e- email, and of course we're detracting here, listeners. But it's a it's an incentive to just spend more money and get nothing really from them. But you know, you get a card, a special card, and everyone likes likes to be special. I suppose it just costs you about four grand. It's, uh, it's good it's in the past, like you, <laughs> like you got it, you got like exclusive invites when they did the first few years, and now it's just yeah, a, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Well, I missed out. They don't do it every year, I don't think. And I missed out a few years ago on the PlayStation side. And I got the email too, and I was a little bit under. So, look, I thought I'd splurge. And I now have two Elite 2 controllers for some reason. But it was enough to get me over the line unless some bastard goes and buys a whole lot of secondhand games in the next couple of <laughs> next weeks. So let's hope that doesn't happen. But, look, let's, let's oh, come know back. I know it totally is. And the other thing, JT, was I was in the back of my mind is what's stopping them pushing the bar higher and higher and just making fake people up so you spend more money in the last week? But look, it's it's EB. They're not that dodgy, are they? All right. right. Out of curiosity, what's your your carrot level? That's Uh, the real question, yeah. I think I've got 40,000. That's all time, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. mine's 31,889. Yeah. See, I didn't partake... I got up them, you know, we're really detracting now, but last time when I missed out, I rang them and abused them because I buy a substantial number of games and the guy's like, oh yeah, but you don't trade anything in and we reward people that trade it in because that's where we make all our fucking money, basically. And, you know, yeah, so I, like, I missed, uh, times missed out. Of- 
what you get. Yeah. And this time, of course, it would have been the easy option. But of course, with lockdown, we, we can't trade in. So. Yeah. <laughs> so, but anyway, we're really, we're really detracting. Let's come, come back to the games and we'll just, I'll throw each one out. And if, if anyone has anything they want to say about it, by all means, go for it. Of course, the first one they showed, Dying Light 2 Techlands, coming on the 7th of December. It had a wonderful tagline quote for the, the time we're living in at the moment. And it was that the, the virus started it, but the people made it what it was. It's particularly apropos for New South Wales at the moment as we descend into eating each other's brains in the next few weeks, I feel. But one of the things that interests me, and I don't know if either of you have any interest in this game, Dying Light was a great game or whatever, but it's definitely a dated game. The draw distance in that game, if you play it today, it's noticeably... I can't remember coming out broken. I I bought it when when was it released? 2014, 2015? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I got it uh day one. It was actually one of the only games in like the last I guess the Xbox One generation that I got day one that wasn't um Game Pass like day one, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I really, really enjoyed it. I played through the story and then the only thing I didn't like was this one broken achievement for Rise's men that I've never been able to get. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the, the... No, I I mean I it it was broken when I I mean I played it day one for the PlayStation and I, I it, it felt like a better Unity but still broken. It was broken on the PlayStation. There was a well-known door glitch, but I'm not sure that would crash a game. I'm not sure that was actually on the Xbox, and that was cleared up fairly quickly anyway. So they did fix it. But yeah, definitely a dated game. The the new game it looks it looks really beautiful. Interestingly enough, the creative said that there's a big focus this this time on human versus human fights, much more uh, frequent, much more vicious, which is exactly what you need in that game. And the parkour uh, is back, twice as many moves as well, which is wonderful. And to to just get a little bit of that, and I know you know the majority of us that play this will be playing on next-gen consoles on either side. It's going to be pretty amazing to see that sort of movement at a, at a solid 60 or potentially even higher, I suppose, on the X as well. The fluidity is exciting. Two questions to this. Is it's meant to be like cross-play as well or...? I don't know. They didn't really talk about that, and I, I haven't followed it outside because, of it. So. Yeah, I, look, I haven't followed it. In my, like, I, I love the look of it, and I'm definitely going to get it, but... um. I don't know if this is going to be one of those cases of it's next gen only or if it's going to be cross play with previous gen. And when I say cross play, I mean like Xbox One with Xbox mm. Series um, and PS4, PS5, not mm. PlayStation with Xbox. No. Although that would be great. Um, PlayStation, get your shit together. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> um, the, only, the only thing I had to note with this is it feels like as more time has gone on with this game. With the original announcements, this seemed like a very much a, and it still is to a degree, a very open world, make your own adventure kind of game. Yes. Whereas in the more as time goes on, I feel like it's become more and more linear and steered away from the original announcement. Yeah. Well, that's not uncommon though <laughs> for these sort of games. I, but, I yeah. personally, uh, I think that um, right now the only turn fact is i'm not really i'm kind of sick of zombie games i feel like we haven't got a good one in a while but we'll get mm. back to uh back for blood in october as well so yes i, I I'm, I'm just sick of them 
and that's kind of the only deterring thing like i'm into the, i want to I, I, i'm into the open world part i'm into human human contact but i there's been so many zombie games on playstation on xbox i'm just i don't know i'm i i think it's time to to think of something now it's it's an interesting point, and you know we, we might jump a couple of games. We can come back there, but they did show State of Decay two a similar line. But you say that you say that, yeah. Sigal, and that's a it's a good point you made, Cameron, too. That yeah, there, there has been you know Back for Blood will be interesting as well. You know how many of these games you really want to play in the core, but of course we had Aliens Fire Team drop this week as well, and it shows you you know like uh, the, the the bar is not very high at the moment either for these sort of games. And I know that's a you know a cooperative no. shooter, but but, you know, th- there needs to be something here. And, you know, by, by and large, Dying Light cooperative game as well. So we'll, we'll see. Why don't we... Well, I, I yeah. think Dying Light stands as its own right, though, more of... Um, yeah. Like, especially the original leans more towards, like, Mirror's Edge. Yeah, well, it's definitely, yeah, an evolution. Well, there, there, are, there are reasons why I would buy it. Like, I'm really into open world. I like uh, those type of games. I'm just... It, it, it's just the zombies. The, the one thing that sells me on this game, and like I, I've used zombie games just as a medium because you can have like you can have your back for bloods, which are your co-op shooters and your alien hmm. fire team, or you can have dying light, which is mostly like a more a co-op experience story. Um, like I, I love games that make me feel like I'm quick. Yeah, and when yeah. I when I say that, I speak of like Timefall. Um, going from like your typical FPSs to Timefall, where you could wall run and mm. jump into these big mech suits and that kind of stuff. That's what I loved. Sunset Overdrive, where you could skate along, um, uh, skate and wall run and all this like mobility. Mm. Those are the kind of games I like. I think this is why Dying Light's fascinating to me. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely a, like, it's, I don't know if the skill is the right word, but as you get better with the game, it definitely becomes more fluid. And what I like so much about the first game is, like, you you play, like, I was playing something the other night, and there's, like, the, the like, the, the gamer effect, you know, you play your assassins, you play your witcher that are very streamlined open world games. And, mm. you know, maybe you push the button and it doesn't get on the horse, it walks around it, and you're, like, only in a video game would this happen. It looks like I'm walking around the house horse. Mm. But in that game, you know, you miss time, you jump and you slam into the wall, and you're, like, you know, like, there wouldn't, really happen i suppose you know it's a, it's a video game logic or whatever but as you get better with that game that it's, it's an obvious notice that doesn't happen as much in the park or, or whatever else yeah. and i think that's yeah i got yeah you. i like that you know the evolution let's move on to the next one i don't know if this will interest either of you but i know it interests a few people that listen it has no interest for me at all uh and i watched the the trailer this is a microsoft flight sim and then the head of microsoft flight sim came and spoke about the game and he talked about the upcoming top gun DLC that will uh, align with the movie. He talked about this big monthly update, the countries that are being added in update six. But one of the things that really interests me was he talked about this idea of a digital museum of aviation and the fact that the game includes, and this is my ignorance, but includes discovery flights, challenges, tours. There's a lot of content to self-guide you in this game. I always Mm. just thought it was a just go and do whatever you want, fly wherever. And I'm like, I don't know about that. It's pretty much like two different aspects. So you can like like I, I grew up in a small town of like ten thousand people. Yeah, I mm. could pick the airport there as one of the um as as a depart lane, and to me that's amazing. Like such a small, insignificant uh, airport I can use as my starting point. 
Mm. Um, the I'm trying to think what the word is, but um, the discovery flights are just amazing in themselves because it's like do this certain thing, and just the scenery is still amazing. Like it's still beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much one of those games that they're just going to continue adding stuff as time goes along. Mm-hmm. But it's actually the content packs feel substantial. But it's it's. Have you have you played Flight Sim at all? Or no, not for okay. me. I no, I I. I've I'm tried it out. Interested. Yeah, but mm. it's a great game if you're into aviation. But if you're not into aviation, this is very much a. I just want a chill Zen moment. Mm. Um, like once I've got the hand, you know, once I've got um, the handle, the controls, and all that, you just want to, you know, just relax. And I think that's simulation games for a lot of people as well. So, yeah, I just yeah. want to fly over my house. To be honest, <laughs> I, I mean, what, I, what the game looks like, what my game house looks like. I couldn't get it running on my PC. Like, I I got it running to the point where that I could pop one achievement back in the uh, the Hall of Fame. But when I downloaded it on the console, obviously, as as your landmarks get smaller, like say your house, for example, there's less graphical detail. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't find my house, but I could find my parents' farm mm. when mm. I was flying. So just take into consideration that as well. That that's what interests me the most because obviously it's high demand on the the PC or whatever. And the 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 game footage they showed it didn't say which engine it was in, whether it was the console or whether it was the PC. Although they were heavily implying you know the console version, so I'm not sure though that it wasn't rendered on a PC. But it did it did look beautiful. But this extra content it it really I don't know it got me I think because. You do say simulations are relaxing, but one of the problems of many simulations is that they're very open-ended and you yeah. can just do whatever you want and there's no real guide. And yes, people use achievement lists or trophy lists to provide structure, you know, in their, their journey through it or tailor them through it. But it, it comes down to a point of like, do you want to, do you want to just fly from point A to point B or do you want to just do discovery flights and yeah. figure out the, um, like ex- taking the sites, I guess. Let's yeah. go find El Dorado, guys. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Bit, bit of bit of both. Then, look, we'll just burst through these 10. They did show an indie reel. It seems like it's inevitable that they have to spew this out. I don't know who in marketing thinks this is a good idea. It's just Indie reel is just a humble uh, yeah. thing, yeah. Yeah, and it's just to show that there's a ton of stuff. But interestingly, they really they really did push in this whole show the, the, the Game Pass play at day one. And it was a great overall marketing effort. And it, it really begs the question, what the fuck is Sony doing by not doing anything? Because uh, they, they have to be losing ground with things like this uh, with such a tight show. But anyway, the indie, indie reel, they showed our Archvale, Next uh, Space Rebels, Midnight Flight Express, Dodgeball Academia, which is currently on Game Pass. I really want to play this for some reason. Looks great. Uh, Vashidan, I know, it looks wonderful. Uh, Vashidan, Son of Crimson, uh, Unpacking, uh, Signalus, uh, Unsighted, and Chinatown Detective Agency. So unless anyone has... Unpacking is also on the console at the moment. I'm not sure if Ah. anything else, but it's not part of Game Pass yet. Okay, yeah, perfect. Uh, Then they show... Oh, yes, sorry. I was going to say quickly, it it, it Mm. seems like a moving out clone. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think so too. Very hundred percent moving. Oh wait, no, no, no. I, like, I'm thinking of a different that... game. Sorry, unpacking looks amazing. I saw it at PAX last year. Uh, I'm actually really keen for it. Yeah, I think you're thinking of that game that's already out. Um, yeah, I'm thinking of something it's else. Totally sorry. a moving out clone. <laughs> I, I was one shocked gamer when I. Score. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah. Uh, then they showed an interesting uh, one here. Probably, probably not for me at this point. It was an indie game overall, Into the Pit. Uh, it's a first-person dungeon crawler, uh, magic from the hands. It's type game. You know, I don't, I don't know if that's going to interest any of us. That that genre, or that that uh, there are so many games now in that that field that it will really have to stand out to warrant time. Yeah, I need a, I need a playlist. Only oh, because okay. it launches on my birthday and it is uh, a roguelite. Yes. Yeah. It's going to be a tough market to break into. I mean, there's so many good ones at the moment. So, oh. although you do sink, you do get sucked into these, don't you? You got into I, that. I, I play, I oh. play everything. Like Undermine was a really good top down one. Undermine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, unfortunately that's left game pass, but I, I can't speak highly enough of that game. It's so addicting. Hmm. Same, same as Hades though. Like they're just great games. All right. Hmm. Sorry. I'm sidetracking. No, 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 not at all. Not at all. Well, I thought we might spend a moment on this next one only because you, you play this series. Uh, it's not something I know about uh, predominantly because it is PC. It's not on the PlayStation either. Age of Empires 4 uh, releasing on October 28th, uh, this World Edges or whatever. Trebuchet uh, gang. The trebuchet. Wasn't that wonderful? I don't know. Did it, Maybe that pissed you off, but I was. I have no interest in this game and I was like, holy I, shit, this is amazing. I, I like. I, I love this kind of stuff. I People that know me, uh, I guess, know my past too. I wanted to be an archaeologist growing up and trying to be an archaeologist and being interested in like ancient Greece and all that and mm. living in Australia doesn't <laughs> really fan out as well no. as you would hope. Um, so I'm just like, I've, I've always I've always been interested in some degree of history and I'm going to quickly shout out. Uh, there is a YouTube channel that I watch. I'm drawing a mental blank right now. Um uh, Max Miller, Tasting History. That's what mm-hmm. it is. Uh, that kind of content I love, yeah? I love uh, being shown what stuff is. And this is what the trailer is. Like, people probably wanted just more gameplay footage, but Age of Empires has always been about explaining the history and then using that gameplay as a medium. Mm-hmm. Um, Age 2 was my game growing up that I spent the most time on with PC. That's mm-hmm. uh, one of my most favorite games of all time. You and me both. I, I just, I'm, I'm so interested to see how they go with it, mm. um, because I think that the making best change... turn-based strategy game I've ever played in my life. Mm. What do you mean turn-based? It, it's a turn-based strategy, not RTS. It's RTS. No, RTS is like StarCraft. Uh, turn-based uh, is um, that. I'm not talking about turn-based RPGs, by the way. I'm, okay, I'm, I'm I think I think you're a little no, liberal there. there. Anyways, there's two. There's two different. Uh, there's two different strategy genres. There's RTS and turn-based. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's and a division. I think it's also RTS. But yeah. Is not an RTS. <laughs> he, he's doing his research. It always struck me as more RTS. While he's doing that, the interest in this game is that they're bringing the third one, which real-time strategy. See? Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was anyway. as well. Yeah, but, but um, yeah. So are you anyway, at true achievements. Uh, okay, that's probably a good point. Don't use them. Yep, cool. The, <laughs> for that, um, the worst site for that. Uh, <laughs> but it, it, it's real time. It's real time strategy. Mm, mm, mm. 
What, what was I, ex- I, I fight, I'll fight you on this. <laughs> I can tell. I can tell. I'm, I'm smoothing the waters here, listeners. What I thought was great, though, for this game was that it's not just like one, you know, one little video or whatever else. There's going to be a whole series of these things. They're actually with real people, not animated, like little documentaries within the game. And I thought that's wonderful. Ha-ha, I got it. All right. It, all it right. is, it is a turn-based as opposed to real-time. When I think turn-based, though, I think of like stuff like Final Fantasy uh, X. No, yeah, you, that that's turn-based RPG. There's what, a difference. Is it okay? Okay, okay. Wouldn't turn-based be like Civilization, though? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas in real time would be how's it? Starcraft how's it, two. Yeah, which Starcraft, Starcraft two? Starcraft two. I haven't played Starcraft, Starcraft. one. Would be real time strategy. Yeah, but the the difference between the two is with uh, StarCraft, um, you are not taking turns. Uh, But when I played Age of Empires, I was taking specific strategic turns. Like, uh, but it's real time though. That's how how does this work? I'm so confused. Oh well. It says it here on the Age of Empires uh, fandom. Oh, look, there That's you go. Fans are always wrong. You know, you know this. It, it, for anyone, it sounds like semantics. <laughs> but no, it's, it's definitely not. <laughs> uh, I, we need to get to the bottom of this, CJ. I can tell. Popular so, strategy games over 200 hours. Kevin Age inside it. I, like, I'm, I'm sure there's been Age games before that are turn-based, but not Age of Empires 2. I was I was talking about Age of Empires. Yeah, that's it, where I started. Well, the, the original, yeah, that's that's uh, that's real time as well. I will I will go to my grave. It is real time. Okay. Well, look. We'll we'll. Anyway, uh, cool. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. 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 It's right here. Real time. I'll, I'll admit my defeat. It says it right Good. There. Good. Excellent. Excellent. That's that's a lucky end to that story, listeners, because I just saved myself having to edit that section as we all agreed upon it as well. So look, it does look really interesting. Yeah. Sure. It's just extra fodder, I suppose. Um, if, if you're not interested, but for it, me, looks great. I, I was gonna say, like, even just playing this, like, if you're into documentaries, this is the kind of stuff that. Like, Asia's always been great at, and, um, like, I'm pretty sure they do the whole, you know, do their research, go visit the places. I'm not sure how COVID would have affected them with that, but, mm. like, I'm just, I'm so interested, and especially seeing that they're adding co-op campaigns in. Yes, yeah. It really was a great show of of showing you games, like staple games, maybe like the flights in this uh, State of Decay, that maybe you've never played before because they're not really your your home genre. But not only did they show you a bit of the game and then you're like, yeah, it looks good, but I'm not going to play it. But having the, 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 the creatives talk afterwards, and it was, it was very well scripted, of course, but they were really hitting key points. And it's like, yeah, I'm interested. I want to see this quest. I want to see this. You know, it fleshes out the game. And I thought, I thought that was really encouraging. And I thought perhaps E3 in the future will hopefully learn a lot from this, that, you know, it's not just about showing, you know, 30 second or a minute clips. It's about this other stuff that's going to sell you on it. But I, I think mm. it's also the fact that this year to like a lot of the flagships are coming out. Like a lot of the things that Microsoft or Xbox are known for Forza mm. Horizon, uh, Age of Empires and uh, Halo, like are up there as the big hitters for me. Mm. And, like I'm, I'm interested next year to see how we go because a lot of it's going to be unexplored territory. 
Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the wheels are finally turning. Something's coming out, which is it's exciting. <laughs> that's right. That's right. They touched on the cloud gaming, but we've talked about that. It's very, very inclusive. Obviously, the ponies will just, you know, shake their heads in disgust and talk about lag or whatever, but it doesn't matter. 1080p, 60 frames. Yeah, I mean, either way, I mean, it's good that they're not. Um, and it's still 60 frames. And, you know, that that's the place to be, 60 frames. So if it's constant 60 frames, it's, it's a good place to be. That's right. There's no argument that that is the only, it's the only company moving to the future of gaming at the moment. That's quite clear with technology like that. They showed the Hellblade update. Again, this is a little controversial because it doesn't look like it's coming to the ponydom where suck it up their uh, PlayStation players. But, you know, it does look beautiful. I have not played this on Xbox yet, so I'm quite keen to play this and see what it looks like. I imagine, Cameron, you've already played it, though. I played a little bit. I need to get back to it with the, um, the update that they did recently. Yeah, yeah. Then they show Wastelanders 3 DLC. It's another game that doesn't hugely interest me, but I'm more, I'm sure if it does, it will. It, it, a wonderfully crazy it's like a Fallout 2 expansion. Can I can I just say this this yeah. one is turn based. Yes. <laughs> it, it, it's like yeah, it, it's like uh Fallout 2. It's top down yeah. turn based role playing. Like the Wasteland games have always interested me, but I'm just not really turn based just feels too limiting yeah the gameplay for me like i'm very much like i like real-time strategy i feel like i can it's all about that mobility yeah it's about getting things done quickly yeah turn based is all like strategy yeah um yeah. well i i never really liked um i was always more into the real-time strategy because it it felt more competitive and uh, the esports for it were mm. there were there are a lot more there's a lot more money in the RTS than oh, uh, turn based guys. Starcraft, for example, plenty plenty <laughs> of money. Well, now now I'd have to put MOBAs like, in the genre. Oh, I was, was going to say like yeah, it's basically League Starcraft Legends. turn into MOBAs. MOBAs <laughs> just dominate that um, dominate like the esports that in e- Esport, yeah, it's. It's crazy, like League of Legends. The I still don't know how people can like play League of Legends in their life and have fun with it, but I mean, you do you, boo. I don't. I don't know how. Oh, I do well, it. look at I, the I swords. I don't have fun with it. The swords are drawn. It started, listeners, with a, a friendly debate about turn-based versus RTS, and now it's getting anyway. personal. But look, let's let's move on through here. The reason <laughs> this game, this game, unfortunately for me, I have played on on PlayStation. It's definitely a PC game. I think Wasteland Three, and I will shout out to Levi for reminding me that after I dropped the money. It's an Xbox buy it on, on One version too. Yeah, well, to play, you can play on on PC as as well. One of the interesting things here though of course yeah and we often hear you know how is this making any money or whatever you can buy it as a total package of 60 it is on game pass but of course the wonderful trap the dlc expansion which is never included on game pass and they make a little bit of money there and we talked about this last week about chipping back to companies for 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 playing for free scooting through quickly sea of thieves i know that none of us play it i think but a pretty cool special event with a borderlands inspired ship comes up so kalai you better start downloading your sea of thieves to get on that I, I wouldn't I like be surprised. The Caribbean one better. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised in the future whether they do a lot more crossover stuff because, yeah. well, I'm not saying that they haven't before, but that Disney DLC for Pirates of the Caribbean that, like, do you have the most concurrent players at any time? Three years after launch is mm-hmm. crazy to think about. Yeah, 
Yeah, they've definitely mm-hmm. turned that it, into it a, made a sense service, though. Yeah. Like it made complete sense. Yeah. And yeah. I like I I've never been like I I've I've been interested to see if it's just uh, like hoping that it does well because it is that kind of life service pirate game, but this is very much a a laugh kind of game like you're you have to steer yourself um you have to be role playing as somebody to actually have fun with it to me yeah and i'm yeah, not of course like i'd much rather a linear experience but yeah it's their own. yeah and of course this is not a content really it's not a expansion announcement or anything like that that's still to come but it it does show microsoft and i think it's nice they're actioning their licenses now with borderlands and you know we're gonna as you said cameron they own a lot of ip now now's the time to start you know leveraging it into all their games and i think this is a it's a positive move it will piss people off of course on the other side but it's to be expected and uh, you know what they you know what they should do that makes absolutely no sense at all Mm. Get the uh, get the ship from Benja Kazooie. Yeah. Get the what is that it? Rusty <laughs> Rusty Shipyard or whatever, whatever that level is. I would love to see that in Sea of Thieves. Oh, I would be so God. giddy. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past them. You know, no, the games are going anyway. So. <laughs> we need a Benja remaster. Whoever keeps on doing those YouTube videos is doing such a great job. I, I just it makes me like shed a tear every time I see them because I'm just like we're just we're being robbed of an amazing Banjo Kazooie remaster, mm. and I will I will keep on beating that drum until the day I die or until the day that we actually get a release of it. <laughs> that's fair enough now the next game they showed you you can't you can't let uh playstation have all the fun with god awful uh microsoft have to join in as well and they have done so with this stray blade a hack and slash action rpg they they hammed on oh, about no, the skill don't base you don't like it well no i do like the look of it but that it's a pre-alpha build so it's way too early to say but the guy he spoke very well it was interesting but it, it reeks of godfall in its open world and let's see how much is actually in there is this the uh, one with beforehand. that like furry that follows you around the, yes the, but you don't play as the furry yeah. yeah i know yeah. you play as the guy but mm-hmm. i oh man that was like the one thing i i actually really want to play <laughs> you, you know what i thought it. when i watched it i was like oh my god here it's bio mutant versus godfall and they produce this ugly step stepchild or whatever and this is what this is gonna be and oh but look maybe maybe it will be great but uh it terrifies me I'll, i I'll hope it. because it's terrifies a, me. I, I, I actually uh Looked good to me. Yeah, yeah. I'm into RPGs. That's my thing. 2022. We might. I'll play the the trashiest looking RPG, and I'll still love it. Yeah, yeah. Now we're not going to. I platinum Final Fantasy 13. That's trash. (laughs) That is trash. Garbage. Garbage. I love Uh, it. You have way too much time on your hands. Crusader Kings 3, an adaptation for console. They were very clear to make it's not a direct port. That will be the buzzword for this generation, Cameron, adaptation, which is basically a port, but specifically for a console. Very clever strategy by Microsoft. Then Psychonauts 2, we'll, we'll touch a little on this. Obviously, it's the, the biggest release, I suppose, at the moment for, for Xbox through the Game Pass. Wonderful, wonderful. Tim Schafer is always wonderful. He brings with him uh, Lizette uh, Montgomery, the art director. They talked a little after this game it was a very very cleverly crafted piece of talk if you're if you're interested in how the english language can be used to motivate and sell this is a a five minute segment you should watch they masterfully address the issue of how you sell a a game a sequel to a game that came out 16 years earlier that a lot
lot of people, now I know a lot of people will have played it, but a lot of newer gamers will not have played this game from 16 years ago. This They spoke brilliantly to get you in, to sell you to start playing the game from number two, not feeling you needed to worry about the fact that you hadn't joined the series so long ago. It's a, it's a masterful piece of manipulation of the English language. But that aside or whatever, I'm sure you're both excited for this one too. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know, not much to say. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> exact same. It's it's like the Xbox Ratchet and Clank. That's what someone told me, and I was like, "Oh my god, it is!" When I watched the uh, the video clip, but you know, I don't know. <laughs> that might be a bit of a cheap shot, I think. Uh, and then, of course, they finished with, uh, and we can talk a little here if you like, uh, Forza Horizon oh boy, Five. They've shown so much of this game. What they need to do is stop showing it and just put it on the system so we can play yes. it. I think <laughs> for free, <laughs> day one. On <laughs> well, I just uh, mirror. Yes, but did you hear Seagull? He dropped in very cleverly. A very another another very well spoken gentleman. Uh, he dropped in very carefully that the the uh, general or the base game launches on on November uh, whatever it is, implying heavily that there will be a pre release if you're prepared to pay extra. I, I imagine three. Days it's before. it's been the same <laughs> since I think at least Forza Horizon two, maybe three. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, the the ultimate add ons, which you can. You can buy the ultimate add-on, get that, and then play four days early. Hmm. So I might well, be doing that. I'm not going to be playing this just yet because I still have to 100%, 3, and 4. So. Mm. Mm. I, you... I, 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 I'm <laughs> literally 15 years behind. I do things in order. <laughs> I I have to ask, Cameron, you've spent a lot of time in all these games. Obviously, three in Australia, the diversity of environments was wonderful. Four in the UK, it's a little boring, to be honest. England is a little boring. I thought boring. the soundtrack four, was better. Four Everybody some, knows that. <laughs> yeah, four had some pretty cool stuff, like uh, the Cortana. Of, of um, course. Like the Pelican and the uh, Warthog. That was pretty cool. But yeah. I... Like I saw the trailer for this um, when they drive through the dust storm, mm. that looks sick. Mm. Like just the fact of driving through a dust storm like that, I am glad that they're doing like at least from my understanding they're doing away with seasons. Mm-hmm. I wasn't a fan of winter. Like every I'd play for three weeks straight, and then it'd be like winter. It's like uh, I'll give it a miss this week, and then yeah. it'll just come around and cycle around like that. So as long as we get diverse environments, because I don't really care for snow or rain. Um, but I'm happy to play like bits and pieces of them at a time. It should be a pretty good game. And yeah. the fact that they're bringing back the Eliminator, which everybody <laughs> likes to complain about, and I love it because it's like, it's not difficult whatsoever. So make sure you but get in there. It is, but it isn't, but it is, but it make is. People like to make, complain. <laughs> make sure if you're going to go for I that mean, achievement, get in there day one and... And drive to the corners, just like Cameron will be doing. Eventually, you'll luck out and win. I, You know what I'm most interested about? What they decide to do with DLC this time. Because yes. they've done Hot Wheels. They've done Lego. Yeah. Like, what are we going to get? Like, Mega Bloks? Um, we're going to get, like, My Little Pony? Uh, like, what else? What I else would, can we do? I would stab myself. If, <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if they don't. If one of the expansions is not I the wall, the great, myself. 
the Great Wall of America, Mexico, I'll be uh, severely disappointed. I think that would be a wonderful uh, drive. The sad wall. thing is, I could pr- I could see them doing my pony. Oh no! They have that like really ever since three. They've had that very. Uh, they've had like you know like a the island or Blizzard Mountain and that as yeah. a geographical one. Uh, which would be very interested to see where they go with that. Um, But I'm always for like the Hot Wheels DLC was amazing. The Lego DLC was amazing. What else could they do? Mm. Mm. It does. It, it, it's, it's, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. Minecraft. (laughs) I mean, they could do Minecraft. Yeah, that is a good point. There'll be something to do with the beach or an island for sure. (laughs) What? Okay. Spend a quick minute. What ga- what kids' properties could we see in the next Forza Horizon? I think I think it's screaming out for Paw Patrol, to be honest with you. But uh, <laughs> I would uh, love to see that. Bob the Builder. Yeah. Writing. Racing kid shows. What's racing kid shows? Might get uh, Race with Ryan in there. That'd well, be wonderful. Like Speed Racer. I mean, that's not really a kid one, but. Nine I'll go with that. Uh, I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to think what they could do. Why, why don't we go anime with this and call out initial D? You know what? Actually, I know, I know the perfect one, yeah? Mm. Yeah. Forza Horizon 5, exclusive DLC, Transformers. Yeah, <gasps> <laughs> That's perfect, actually. Oh, how, my God. How sick would that be? You heard it here first. There, well, it would be hilarious oh. if that turns out. <laughs> somebody's, just, somebody's just listening, that's just the... like playground games. Make notes. That's right. The copyright that's strikes the are answer. coming thick and fast. <laughs> so, look, I like I obviously. Used to love those movies. Obviously, we're gushing about that game. I mean, Cameron, you spent a lot of hours in those games. I I bought the system for those games. Uh, there's nothing in there that we've seen from you know th- this week and from the weeks preceding. They've shown quite a bit of gameplay. There's nothing here that you know has me worried in any way. I'm sure you're the same. It feels like it's going to be completely polished. I, I think the game's probably like they're just in the final stage of optimizing it. It's purely so. yeah doing the whole community management, doing the social media rounds at the moment and just making sure it fits in the slot. Yeah. There's so many games at the end of this year that I think they're just trying not to step on each other's toes. Yeah. I and just going back exactly to it, it too, Forza Horizon 3, 756 hours. Hmm. And 4, I think, is probably <laughs> a little less, maybe? Yeah. Okay. 700, can we, uh, 735. Can we... Do we have time to talk about these other games that yeah, go uh, for it. were on day two? Yes, please. All right, so because I didn't know if we had time for that. No, it's okay. Um, the, okay, so first off, Saints Row. Hmm. I don't yeah. see why it's getting so much hype. Oh, I, agents of Mayhem, that's why. It's I mean, I, I, I what else are they going to do? Enjoyed- well, this looks like they're completely like just redoing the, the franchise. Yeah, which it's... is it's fine though. Like, I reckon, like, I, I, I don't, I don't see. I mean, I, I don't, I don't actually know if this is a remake, but it just off the title and the way the trailer was, it looked like one. But don't quote me on that. 
Um, uh, yeah, it's a it's a this reboot. One is, More this grounded game, reboot. This game uh, that I'm about to say is the one that I enjoyed the most looking at in this uh, in the so far in the in the convention. Marvel Midnight Suns. Oh, I haven't seen this. Now right, you'll have so, to tell me about this because I saw I saw the picture, but I don't I don't know what a Marvel Midnight Sun is. I, 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 I think that my man Ghost Rider here looks like a pimp. I I I, <laughs> I like I'm sorry, but like the Ghost Rider movie is shit. But I love Ghost Rider. He's one of my favorite heroes. He's like the hero that he's like Daredevil. He's like the the hero that really doesn't get that much mentioned, but he's such a good hero. Uh, uh, so I I just like it. it, it it's it's a it's an RPG first of all, a mm-hmm. uh, tactical RPG, and uh, that it's about Marvel. I I'm really into the Marvel universe more than the DC. However, I my I I still think that Batman is better than a lot of them. Uh, but that's the only DC hero that I really care about. See, I'm 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 skeptical ever since Marvel's Avengers came out, with Marvel-based properties being video games. Well, this is made by a different company as well. I I know, but I'm still I'm still Ben-Aid skeptical. Or... Whether people are receptive over the fact that, you know, I mean, were... look at Spider-Man for PlayStation Five. Uh, they, that oh came yeah, out but that's that's centralized on was... one character. True, true. Yeah, I, I guess I, like point from from my comment, I'm purely meaning like, um, I don't want stuff like Marvel Marvel's Avengers felt like a massive misstep at launch for me. I didn't like Guardian... it. Though. I didn't like it. Guardians looks good. Um, I'm I'm not a big fan of like XCOM based games, so this is probably going to be a miss for me. But I mean, it does uh, look like vi- like visually it looks cool. Um, but yeah, uh, no, that's 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 what intrigued me a lot as well is that it it looked really stunning. Um, but in general. Next game is Call of Duty Vanguard, which I will be <laughs> passing. I will not be buying this game. I don't really buy Call of Duty games to begin with, so it's not an issue for me. I'll uh, uh, I'll buy it when they fix that studio. You mean their publisher, known as Activision? Yeah, yeah. Like it's not just yeah. the studio. And it's really just Blizzard, to be honest. Like when we when we start seeing some changes, that's when I'll start supporting them again. But I, I my game part, uh, my game sharing partner is probably going to pick this up. I so mean, I, I mean, they're they're paying the people who are walking out, so at least they're doing something for positive PR. Yeah. <laughs> so, but the they're also game, trading documents. So true. Uh, the next game is Halo Infinite. We finally got a release date. And all that's yeah, and it looks it looks actually better than Halo Five in my opinion. I'm I'm interested. Um, I'm interested in this because I was like ninety percent sure I'd release in November, and I mean a December eighth um, 
launch that is no, it's not, not going to release the same time as Call of Duty. Yeah, but I'm I'm kind of like at the same time like 20th anniversary. That would have been such a fucking amazing mm. thing. I really I still hope they do like some kind of event in the week leading up, uh, the weeks leading up, just to celebrate 20 years of Halo. But um, <laughs> yeah, so that would have made sense. But but yeah, I, I'm I'm sure not like, a good money. But uh, Battlefield and that as well, because Battlefield's yeah. going to be going head to head with uh, Vanguard. So, yeah, it always struck me uh, as strange though that the December's like you know everything's out by the end of November, and I always mm-hmm. thought that window. Like I know a lot of people then do their mass buying with Black Friday and whatever for the year, but I always thought that was a missed opportunity. Like we've seen games move into January now, and I thought you know a majority of people have the majority of time to play in December and also the I'm money. Just- I'm so wondering why not? Why not? Mm, just, it's a good time. Yeah. I I, I imagine with Christmas. Uh, imagine with Halo Infinite, they're not so much uh, fussed about selling copies of. They want um they want that game yeah, pass. It's all, they want it's, a, all, it's all it's yeah. all going to be on Game Pass. But I mean, you know, there's a lot of uh, majority of people have holidays in December at some point. So yeah, it always struck me as a a good time to. I know a lot of people catch up then, but a good time to put something out there and uh. And might potentially take everybody, but we'll see. Alrighty. The next game. Premier Cult of the Lamb. This looked like a really <laughs> how should I say uh I missed this one. Well, it, it it looks pretty cutesy, adorable. Like you pretty much just play as a lamb who worships Satan. Like literally a sheep. Oh, this is tragic. This is made in Melbourne, Cameron. This is dreadful. You need to get over this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you should have watched. You should watch the trailer. It is. I like the art style, and it's published by Devolver. Very cutesy, very very cool outsider. I mean, art style. um, It it feels. Are you telling me they got somebody in from um, Happy Tree Friends? Baby. Probably. I mean, it looks like a Happy Tree Friends type of thing. Yeah. Okay, cool. Childhood reignited. What's um, the What's the studio? Oh, Massive Monster. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes um, sense. Next game: Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles: Shredder's Revenge. Uh, is this a remastered? Like, what is this? I have no idea. Can, can I? Can I quickly just shout out to? Massive monster. They're really, really cool. They did uh, Venture Battles back in 2018. Yeah. Uh, um, I, I met them in PAX two years ago. Okay, JT, what else have you got for us? Can you do a rapid fire? As, uh, as we Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. I don't, I don't really... I'm not, I, I'm not really big on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so we'll move on. Super mm. Monkey Ball Banana Mania. And you want to know what the best thing about this one is? Yeah, is this we one get a little about? bit of Persona 5 because yeah. Morgana oh. is coming to the Xbox. I thought I thought they were adding the accused, uh, adding character. Uh, they are as well. Ah. No, they're they're adding Morgana, the cat person from Persona 5. Is that all? I thought there was that. more crossover. Have they have they added Majima? I and haven't added Majima, and I don't care. <laughs> I don't. I don't care. All, all I care about is the fact that this signals that maybe Persona Five, Persona games, will eventually come to that. You Xbox. keep grasping on those straws. Yeah, it's well, never. It's only happen. a matter of time before someone uh, buys that. All right. Happen. So then, uh, 
We got we got the season zero of Split Gate. Hmm. Uh, not not nothing really new there except for a season. Um, I mean, it the is next fun. thing we got, the next thing we got is this really interesting like uh, outdoor like uh, extreme sport type of um, game called Riders Republic. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, and that and then we got the remastered of the Lego Star Wars the Skywalker Saga. Yeah, then we I got. For, I forgot that Riders Republic is coming. How the frig am I going to fit all these games in? I can't wait for that one. It's wonderful. That's not, that's not, not coming to Game Pass. Uh, no, probably not. It, it's like the crew so. versus um, Steep. It's wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> that now the next thing is the Outlast Trials, a third Outlast game. Why not? Oh, I I said hey that the Marvel game was my pick. I lied. It is this game called Doki V. <laughs> I'm terrified. Uh, well, it is some like really weird shit that's Japanese inspired. It's coming to the Xbox and the Series X, so I'm pretty like. I'm pretty stoked because I'm a weak. All right. The next one is Jurassic World Evolution 2. Yeah. I think I'm just about done with Jurassic Park. <laughs> okay, next. Far Cry 6. Who were the fun? Another Far Cry. Mm. Uh, Park Beyond. I don't even know what this game is. I don't care. Let's move on. And yes, we're back at Age of Empires 4. All right, we don't need to hear about that anymore. We already talked about it. Crossfire X. We we already confirmed as real time strategy. It's fun. <laughs> yeah, I, I I know when to take my L's. I'll take my L's. I I, I don't. I, I've been known to be wrong, so like most people in the world. All right. And uh, can I just course, say before one... before you go on, there is Far Cry Six is another game. They need to stop showing any more cutscenes of the game, or there's going to be nothing left. The, the we, game we just needs to come out. I mean, I mean, the game, the game. What is it like? They're usually like when seven is it to ten hours. Like long. October? No, it's next year. It was pushed. Uh, I think it's February. pushed again. Right. Um, yeah, I think it was. I thought it was. Maybe I'm wrong, but I, I'm, I'm pretty much done with Far Cry. I mean, there, there's been oh so no, many I love them. I can't wait. Yeah, seven for uh, this year. Oh, good. Okay, it is this year. It got pushed. Uh, the next year. one. The next one is Tales of Rise, which I am buying for both the PlayStation Five <laughs> and Xbox Series. I, I hope you finish it on at least I one of them. Fucking madman, and that is it. Good. Yeah, that was a that's a good wrap. I didn't realize the Japanese things came through. It was interesting there, JT. That's good. So I think, look, overall, you know, as we as we sort of wrap up here, it seems like you know, Cameron will, will go away and watch the rest of it now at some point. But I think it was, and JT, you, you seem like you enjoyed it quite a bit or whatever else. I thought it was, I thought it was really good as well. And even if you have no interest in the Xbox, it's still a it's still an interesting watch to to experience. I suppose a little bit more. And I know we've harped on this today a little more than just uh, gameplay. It, it's also 
also Switch. it's also not just Xbox. Like games, no. Gamescom goes stretches to everything. So. Yeah, for the the second. Yeah, you're correct, of course, for the the second day. So look, I don't know. Does anyone have any final thoughts they want to throw out there before we steal Daryl's phrase and land this plane? Too many games, yes, not enough time. Yeah. Yes, there's also the Gamescom is still going on. There's a third, a fourth, and a fourth day. It ends tomorrow, so keep on watching it. <laughs> we're, we're never going to. I'm. I'm. Now that you've told me Far Cry 6 is in October, that's even worse now. Oh, Jesus. Uh, oh, well. well just, you know. just thinking of the heavy hitters at the end of the year for me, like there's Far Cry 6, yeah. there's Back for Blood, there's Age of Empires, that's all in October. Mm. Um, I fucking there's Forza. love love the indies. Yeah, there's Forza Horizon Five. There's um, Halo. I mean, Psychonauts just came out. What's next I'm month? Next month's like now. Sable, Apple Escape, some of my indies. Uh, so I'll tell you what, I, I I can't wait for those Western RPGs, like the new Fable game and stuff, to start showing more, like when it's more ready and available. Because I I I'm so into those games. Yeah, I like that. And you better believe it, listeners. You still need to carve aside that 10 minutes a week for your weekly Rattalaika because they aren't going anywhere, Gamescom or not. I'm surprised Rattalaika haven't been like... The fourth generation is still going when the fifth is crushing them. Wondering if Rattalaika will ever do like a set. Rattalaika, the fourth generation of trash. Yeah. The fifth has come in. It's, it's all the zits and visual novels. It, it's coming, yeah. Look, hopefully one day they will on the X. It's common on, on the PS, but not too many sales for them over on the on the green machine. It's been really wonderful to talk to you tonight, Cameron. He's, of course, the host or one of the wonderful hosts of the Hall of Gamers podcast. It's totally worth looking out. I mean, they are an Xbox-leading podcast, but a live show, very friendly in Australian times, usually between 6 to 8 p.m. on a Friday. But, look, you can check catch it in the VODs or via your favourite podcast player a few days later when they push it out. They're both very knowledgeable. One of the great things listening to them is that they are gamers that actually game and talk games. There's nothing worse, and you know this is my beef, listeners. There's nothing worse than listening to people talk about three minutes of a game they've played or whatever else you hear so, so often and everywhere. It's wonderful, as in today as well, too. I wonder who he's talking play, Play as well. And JT of course it's wonderful to have you back here you may have noticed you scare the rest of the loot bros panel but you don't scare me yet sir so it's been it's been a pleasure to talk to you again tonight thank you both so much peace out y'all it's a pleasure bye Bye.